Welcome back to the only podcast that matters, the extremely uninteresting podcast. I am your host, Mice, with the most spice. I'm joined this week by famous actor, comedian, writer, producer, Daniel Ackroyd. How are you doing today, Daniel? Can I call you Daniel or Dan? It's normally Dan. It's normally Dan. Dan Ackroyd. It's normally Dan, but I'm running out of Daniels, okay? Not that I'm running out of them because you're here this week, so clearly I'm doing quite well in getting the yeah, the biggest um, of stars. I just found out I'm still alive as well, which is... I'm pretty sure you're still alive. Which is always a plus. <laughs> Gonna have to lick it up quickly. Um, yeah, you're still alive. You're 68 years old. Yeah, I know John Belushi's dead, but I'm still alive. Yeah, you're, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Some would say there's no relevance between those two things, but those people have never seen Blues Brothers. If you haven't seen Blues Brothers, then go watch Blues Brothers. It's like the greatest fucking film ever made. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm I'm hungry, all right? I'm hungry. We're, we're using this in the take. Dad just, I just looked over <laughs> at Dad after saying that, and he's got a fucking gob full of yogurt with a spoon in his mouth. What what are you doing, dude? Look, I'm Dan Aykroyd, I do what I want. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I was hungry. I wanted some of that yogurt. It was inviting me in. You could eat your yogurt while I'm telling my my spooky story that I've brought for you today. Yeah, what are we doing today? What are uh, we doing today? What is today's topic? Today we are focusing on a couple urban legends, I guess, per se. Some very unique urban legends, as we definitely didn't pick the same one. Yeah, definitely not. I definitely didn't actually make notes for once and be so ready to talk about this urban legend only for Rory to pull rank when it it found out, but somehow we've chosen the exact same one and be like, well, I've already written out a story for this one. Well, I'm the host, and I wrote out a brilliant story, so... I get yeah, to, but I actually I had notes. It. Yeah, I know you had I, notes, but my notes are probably better. I don't know. Probably, yeah, but... Anyway, I'll still act surprised when you're telling the story, the other legend story. And please like, do, please do. Oh my god, that's unbelievable. Wow. Even though I knew the story, as I was writing this out, I was getting chills down my spine. Goosebumps. It was it was pretty a pretty spooky one i scared myself with how good of a writer i am speaking of how good of a writer you are how's the disney world order story coming along um it hasn't but it let's say early stages it's still in the early development stages does that mean you haven't started (laughs) which means i haven't started it yet amazing amazing it's so early development that it's still just an idea but i have it written down i have a i have a word document that says Disney World Order and then in brackets, mine, no stealing. So that means that it's it's ours. We've got the name for it and no one could steal it. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait. I can't decide if I should have one head, one of my earphone headphones on or off. Like I normally have it off, but I was thinking maybe I should have it on this time. This is riveting information for anyone listening. It's fucking riveting stuff. This is something that I also I'm like, struggle with though. I'm like, should I? Because... I feel like I can't hear myself as well if I had yeah, them both on. I also on. don't know why I refer to it as an earphone when it's not. It's a head. It's headphones. It's an AC Milan branded headphone. Skull Candy AC Milan. You're just the biggest AC Milan fan. Love them so much. It definitely isn't just because it was the cheapest one. No, of course not. That would be absurd. Would it now? 
But speak- Wouldn't be absurd. <laughs> speaking of AC Milan, have you seen Inter Milan's new uh, new logo? I haven't. Inter Milan have a new logo. What's yeah, on it, the says, old one? it says tit on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me, so, let me look no, up. For, for real, look it up. It says tit on it. Okay. Inter Milan. Does it? What do you mean, does it? Yes, it, look at it. T-I-T. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I can see why you think that, but, like, not really. What do you mean? It's an I and an M, bro. Yeah, I know what it is, but it still says tit. Not like, really. How many, how many T's do you write angling down like that? Yeah, but it still says it. It's like um, Disney putting sex in everything, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know um, the the stars in the Lion King that spell out sex. That's the first of all. They're not stars. It's a cloud of like dust from when Simba sits down on the edge of a mountain. That's what I meant. And or ledge, I should say. And <laughs> I, it says it says SFX. It doesn't say sex, like special effects. No, it says sex. No, it <laughs> I, I I went to pick up my phone and type it into my ad to look at the logo, but I <laughs> I just searched up tit. I bet you feel like a right tit right now. I do. I got some pictures of birds. Oh, I'm yeah, looking at didn't. it again now. A hundred percent that says tit. There's <laughs> like yes it says yes it's an I and an M, but I see the tit more clearly than I see the M, I'll be honest. I see clit more than I see tit. How the fuck do you see that? Um Oh I see I see it. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be considered <laughs> Sorry, what? Do you want to try that again? No, <laughs> I'm good. Nah, you're wrong. It says it says tip. Well, there you go. There's the new Inter Milan logo. It's pretty boss. Why is it that color? I don't know. It should be like people have made versions of it where it's like they've changed it to be like the classic blue and the classic gold, and I think it looks a lot better. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's like I'm so used to the old logo. I'm looking at this and thinking, why? It's like when Juventus changed their logo. I was like, this is outrageous. Everyone's gonna fucking complain about this and now i'm just used to the new one so i'll just get used to it juventus's new logo is such a fucking downgrade from the last one though i don't even remember the last one that well well i do but like i don't know Dan, name so a bigger downgrade it. i'll wait um me with um whoever i end up with next that's it's not a very good one i'll be honest i was expecting something a bit better no, I'll think of one. I'll think of one. Something football related, like going from, um, I don't know, a strike partnership of Jermaine Defoe and Peter Crouch to three or four years later ha- having a strike partnership of Patrick Adjuman and John Akinde. I don't know what you mean. I rated Adjuman, to be fair, though. Yeah, uh, he, was, he wasn't good, but he was class. Owen Doyle and Curtis Main. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Doyle bangs them in for fun, though. He does. Just Remember he when he scored a brace us. against us when Drew Talbot <laughs> was on a one-man crusade? How could I forget? For us to lose that game. <laughs> Fucking in- hell. Injured two of our players, fell over to give them one goal, then passed it straight to him to give them another goal. And then he got the ball and half the crowd booed and the other half went, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the rest of the other people who booed. It was the greatest moment I've ever witnessed at football. <laughs> well, you and I were you just... Were creasing. You and I were just absolutely oh, we were creasing in our seats. <laughs> just like rocking back and forth, just like howling while people were like, what the, the fuck like, are they doing? And everyone else like, who 
and the other half like turn around in their chair and throw their arms like oh fuck off why are you booing it's just like oh this is incredible it was amazing stuff that was a pretty rough game though yeah i'll be honest I can't believe people thought we were going to win the league that season. It's like, oh, we got promoted from League Two and we've got new owners. We're gonna, we're gonna win the league. It's like we did win the league. What do you mean? Oh yeah, obviously. I think I predicted us to come like 14th that season, so eighth place finish. That was quite good. I mean, every season since I predicted us to win the league and we haven't. But that's not the point. Is this like me predicting Finn Balor to win the Royal Rumble every year? Mm. Yeah, pretty much. There's our wrestling reference. You know, it was WrestleMania this weekend, or last weekend. Huh? <laughs> it was WrestleMania last weekend. No, it wasn't. It's WrestleMania this weekend. Is it? I thought it was um this last weekend. There's it's always, no it's fucking no. way WrestleMania has happened and I didn't notice. No, it, I'm, I'm certain it did. No, it didn't, asshole. I know you're right. You're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. Like, I, I thought it was always the first week of April. Well, you're wrong. I guess it's not WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, it wasn't WrestleMania. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I was going to say, like, I would have watched WrestleMania. Are we not going to watch WrestleMania like we watched the Rumble? We probably should, actually. I don't know if I've got anything else going on that weekend. What, this weekend? Yeah, this weekend. <laughs> say that weekend, like it's like a million years away. Isn't it like, oh, it's two evenings in a row, though? Yeah. There's night one and night two. They're putting a Wrestle Kingdom shit. Except it will be shit. It's a shit Wrestle Kingdom. That's all. You know the fucking is. um. It's such a mark. What's his name? Is on it. Um, Logan Paul. Yeah. Is there? Why the yeah. fuck is Logan Paul there? I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason, but like, I didn't. I wasn't paying enough attention. Like, I haven't watched WWE since the Rumble, to be no, honest. No, me either. So. Okay, so it's Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, Lashley versus McIntyre. Apparently Lashley is yeah, champion. I knew that. Okay. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz yep. and Morrison. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, the New Day versus AJ and Omos. Omos? Amos. Omos. Omos. Huh? AJ, AJ Styles is big guy. Omos. 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 Yeah. Omos. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Braun, Stro- Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Cesaro versus Fucking Rollins. Shane McMahon. Lana. Oh, yep, Jesus Shane McMahon's there again. Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the riot, the riot squad versus Natalia and Tamina. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> Natalia and Tamina. Oh my God, I didn't think there could be a tag team I cared about less than well, the other three tag teams on that, <laughs> that match. Yeah, that, that, that one's going to be class. That's to cool down the crowd. Mm. That's the last match of the night, apparently. No, I don't believe that. Oh, it says card subject to change, but that's yeah. that's the seventh match, so I don't think that will be the last one of the night. Well, it's not like there's an audience anyway. But there that's is a, actually. Is there? Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Why aren't we there, Roy? I don't know. We'll go to we'll go there one day. Yeah. What to Tampa or to WrestleMania? <laughs> to to WrestleMania. Why not both? Well, I'm sure. We'll, I don't know. Maybe we'll go to America at some point. Oh. But the winner of um the winner shut up <laughs> the winner of that last tag team match sad Dan Aykroyd noise <laughs> faces the women's tag team champions the next night. So <laughs> who are the women tag teams champions? Uh, Jackson Baszler. Oh. 
And then there's Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, so they actually did add Daniel Bryan to it again. Because they realized no one wants to see Edge versus Roman Reigns. For fuck's sake. I don't know. I'm sure some people do. Roman's really good at the moment, apparently. Like, he's yeah. actually really good as a heel. I, w- I haven't really watched it, so I don't know. But I've just assumed that he is, because he was good when he was a heel of few words in The Shield. And mm. also he struggled with that fucking... He struggled to untie the... Um, unclip the handcuffs in the, <laughs> in the match against Kevin Owens. And he hit him with that a fucking good. golf cart. He did hit him with a golf cart. That was, that the, was best the best part of that match. It was indeed. And Oscar versus Rhea, The Fiend versus Randy Orton, Big E versus Apollo, Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul, Riddle versus Sheamus, and Nia Jackson baseball. I love how we're finally getting Owens versus Zayn at WrestleMania and Logan Paul is involved. <laughs> it's so... It's so WWE, isn't it? It's like, here's the thing you've been asking for for years, but we're adding a celebrity to it. We're adding an unnecessary level to it. Because, of course, we are. Uh, Sami Zayn's contract expires after WrestleMania, I think. Oh, does it? Yeah. He's going to win the belt somehow. He's going to cash in the Logan in the bank (laughs) and then leave with the WWE (laughs) Championship. Logan Paul on one shoulder, the WWE Championship on the other shoulder. (laughs) I'm going to put one on one shoulder. I'm going to put one on the other. They're going to need a fucking army to take those belts off me. <laughs> Good one. Good one. This is a quality partner of always celebrating in his chair. <laughs> celebrating my partner. <laughs> celebrating how dead his partner was. <laughs> what do you mean dead? It was brilliant. But we haven't even got to the subjects yet. And I've still got one more thing to talk about beforehand. Go ahead. Uh, did you see the thing on Twitter? Speaking of, you know, WrestleMania, even though it's nothing to do with WrestleMania. But I saw something on Twitter today, which was like, you know, the classic, like, oh, you could only pick one franchise or whatever. Yeah. But this is you have to lose three forever and uh-huh. any future projects. So anything to do, they just don't exist, these three things. Okay. So the options were Star Wars, mm-hmm. the MCU, mm-hmm. uh. It just says DC, but I'm assuming that means the DCEU. Uh-huh. Jurassic Park, uh-huh. Harry Potter, Lord uh-huh. of the Rings, uh-huh. Fast and Furious, uh-huh. Back to the Future, uh-huh. James Bond, uh-huh. Star Trek, Indiana Jones, and Avatar. The Last Airbender or Um the James Cameron's Avatar. Oh Avatar. Well I can get rid of I can get rid of three. Yeah, you could get rid of three. I know it's hard. Is it? <laughs> well Avatar's gone. Avatar is gone. Avatar's me. gone. Um, but Danny, you're not excited for Avatar two, three, and four, which are coming out eventually. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. no, no me. Um, Avatar's gone, thankfully, because that film sucks. Um, it's just blue Pocahontas. Apparently, I haven't seen Pocahontas. But if you had, it would just be blue Avatar, or Avatar would just yeah. be blue Pocahontas, rather. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching Pocahontas. Like, you know what? This film is just a rip off of this film that comes out in about twenty years. <laughs> Um, what were the other options? I was so excited to be erasing Avatar from existence that I forgot what the others were. Star Wars, MCU, DC, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Fast and Furious, Back to the Future, James Bond, Star Trek, Indiana Jones. Okay. Um, if I get rid of DC, is it just the DCEU or will like the Dark Knight and Batman with Adam West go with it? I don't know. I'm assuming that it will because it just says DC. It doesn't say DC. It's not the DCEU logo. It's just DC. Okay. Um, I guess there isn't enough in it. But then again, there's 
you know, Back to the Future, <laughs> an Avatar which has one film so far. <laughs> if it if it's just getting rid of like the current DCEU, then that's gone without even thinking about. But it. I'm assuming that it would also be including the like DC Dark Universe that they're building as well. So like the Joker, or Joker and uh, Batman, which is supposedly going to be set in the same universe, but might not be. We don't really know yet. Yeah. Mm. Why is my fucking voice so croaky? I don't know. <laughs> I like how I answered that question so earnestly. I was like, I don't know. I think I might be alright now. Um <laughs> Right. Um I know people love them, but I've never actually seen any of them. So far for me, Fast and Furious would have to go. Yeah, same. Like maybe I'll watch them and love them, but I've just never seen them. I've seen one of them, I think, and it's just it's just, you know, cars go boom explosion action sort of thing. Right. Fantastic description. But does that mean that See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth will never have existed? Yes. That's a shame. That's a good song. It's a bit overplayed, but it's a good song. Um, Was that supposed to be part of the song? or <laughs> It's cut anyway, so I don't know what you're referring to. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, well, it's going to be between... It's between Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. I don't know if I've ever seen any of the Back to the Future films or any of the Jurassic Park films, to be honest. <laughs> You've seen Jurassic Park. I don't think I've ever seen Jurassic Park start to finish, sat down and watched it. You must have. I I can tell you I definitely haven't. I couldn't tell you the plot of that film other than they build a park and like Velociraptors escape. And at one point someone gets eaten by like a, a t-rex and a goat's there i don't know that's the plot of the film there you go you know that, that it. sounds like jurassic park you nailed it how could you say you haven't seen it when you know the plot that well because <laughs> i definitely haven't seen it i've seen parts of jurassic park 3 mm-hmm. and i've seen jurassic world that would come under it as well yeah but i've not seen jurassic park so if if i can just erase jurassic world then i'll be perfectly happy with that because that was a waste of time it was fine i thought yeah, but it was just like, it was nothing. It was when Chris Pratt was the hype as shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll get rid of Back to the Future. Purely because if I got rid of Jurassic Park, we wouldn't have the theme song. Or the, um like, really shitty, like, recorder version of the theme song. <laughs> or that uh, that thing Portsmouth made. Yeah. <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. That, those, those, I keep Jurassic Park for that. I keep Jurassic Park because of the memes that have come out of it. Fair enough. So you're welcome for that. So you're getting rid of Avatar, Fast and Furious, and Back to the Future. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I agree on two of them. So I'm getting rid of Avatar and Fast and Furious. Do you know which other one I would get rid of, Dan? The thing is, you've seen Back to the Future, whereas I haven't. I have seen Back to the Future. So I, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's, it's like Fast and Furious. I'm sure it's great. Well, I, I, I know people think Back to the Future is great, but I've just never seen it. So erasing it from existence won't have as big an impact. I'm guessing the other one you'd get rid of would be James Bond. Uh-huh. Because you don't like James Bond very much. Nah, I could live without James Bond very easily. But then the theme song. Doo-doo. Oh, but then Doo-doo. we wouldn't have had James Doo-doo. Bond Nightfire. Nightfire we wouldn't have had kid. 007 Nightfire Okay, Samaroon. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that makes it a lot more difficult then. Does the words Baron Samadhi mean nothing to you? <laughs> what about Odd Job and his fucking hat? 
as much as Star Trek, it's like a cultural thing. I don't know if I've ever watched Star Trek. I don't know if I've ever been interested in anything Star Trek. So maybe I'd get rid of Star Trek. Is it just because you can't do this? I can do that, you knob. Rory can't sp- do the thing that Spock does. Do you want me to put a picture of me doing the Spock thing on our story? If he puts it up, he found it on Google because he can't do it. I have a very noticeable tattoo on my wrist, which would confirm or deny whether or not it's me. Mm. Just because you have a swastika tattooed on your wrist <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> I do not have a swastika tattooed on my wrist. You can't prove anything. <laughs> For discretion's sake, I do not have a swastika tattooed on my wrist. What mm. about if you could only keep three of them? Um, What were they? Spongebob? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Star Wars, MCU, DC, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Fast and Furious, Back to the Future, James Bond, Star Trek, Indiana Jones, Avatar. Ooh, only keep three of them. That's really difficult, you know. Mm. Um. Well, Harry Potter has to stay. I guess. Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, they're, two, they're, they're the definitive ones. They have to be there. Well, for me at least. But then MCU, Indiana Jones, and, and Star Wars. What were the other ones? You said the ones that matter. Okay. Oh, that's really fucking difficult, you know. Yeah, I don't know either. Shall we just veto this question and move on? Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know why you asked me this. Because this is impossible. <laughs> I'll say. No, I won't. Um, for me, the MCU has to be there, but Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter also have to be there. Those are the three that immediately tell me these have to be there. But Star Wars. I'd happily, if it means erasing the three Star Wars, the last three Star Wars films from my mind. Yeah, that would be class, but the rest of them are so good. But think of the memes we would lose. Yeah, exactly. Like, has Harry Potter given us as many memes as Star Wars and the MCU? Um, Because I don't think it has. um, Yes, yes it has. I'd I'd say the, actually no it hasn't. I'd really, say the know, MCU is and Star Wars are the two most memed franchises. You stupid! Like SpongeBob doesn't exist. Well, SpongeBob isn't like a major film franchise. This is f- excuse me. <laughs> it had David Hasselhoff in the first film. You think that happens to anyone? <laughs> Fucking hell! Who's this guy? You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's just move on because we haven't even started on the subject yet. Champions League is on in an hour or so. Oh, 15. Oh, we got plenty of time then. Um, I'd stick with... Um, I thought it was quarter to eight kickoff for some reason. But yeah, I'd say I'd go with... Fuck. Would I? I don't know. You no, don't no, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I give up. I, I just can't. <laughs> Maybe I'd be able to narrow it down to five and have Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, MCU and DC. Oh yeah, because DC I, as well. Fucking I'm hell. thinking it's including everything DC. No, but MCU isn't including everything Marvel, is it? I don't think so, but it could. They could just be putting MCU. Like if we get rid of the MCU, we will still have Howard the Duck. <laughs> Very Thank true. God. No more Mister Nice Duck. Breeders, <laughs> breeders of the Lost Stork. I can't believe I watched that fucking film. <laughs> It's a masterpiece. What it's, do you mean? It's um, yeah, it exists. It definitely exists. But if we get rid of everything DC, we won't have, you know, Green Lantern, Batman with Adam West, 
Batman with Adam West would be the biggest loss. That's why I think DC has to stay. Yeah, and if we lost Batman with Adam West, we wouldn't have um, uh, Green Catman Green and Hornet. Parents. Oh, yeah, that's it. We wouldn't have Green Hornet because it's such a it's a clone essentially. But if we lost mm. Star Wars, then we wouldn't have Spaceballs. I don't think I've seen Spaceballs. Oh. Not the full way through. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good film. Also, if we lost Star Wars, we wouldn't have Family Guy Star Wars. We wouldn't have fucking Robot Chicken Star Wars. We wouldn't have um, Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, fuck yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2, my favorite game of all time, other than Portal 2. So my second favorite game of all time. <laughs> fucking fascinating stuff right there. <laughs> all my favorite games have a 2 after it. Portal 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Peggle Babe, 2. Babe 2, Pig in a City. <laughs> Minecraft 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Minecraft 2 Electric Boogaloo. The fact that that doesn't exist is very disappointing. Electric Tigaloo. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> just... <laughs> what was that? a <laughs> Tigger. Um, are you sure? Do we need to cut that? I don't know. I'll have to listen to it back, but I'm pretty sure I said Tigger. <laughs> if I didn't, then... <laughs> if you didn't, then uh, no one will hear this anyway, so... I just keep I just keep laughing. I don't know what it is, but I've had tears in my eyes so many times already today. So we should probably move on to something a bit more spooky, which is yeah. Urban Legends. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll introduce it. So we should probably move on to something a bit more spooky, which is Urban Legends. Ooh. <laughs> na, 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 na. Huh? <laughs> what was that? I was gonna try. Are you okay? <laughs> What's wrong with you today? You're having a bit of a weird day today. Yeah, I am. I know. You're not being much of a very good host. Dan Aykroyd is not very, not very impressed with your performance so far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to pull myself together. You do. You do. But as the host with the most, I think it's only fitting that I make you mm-hmm. go first because I I always go first. So what you've done is you've invited me onto this as a special guest. We've we've brought the same one. You've then told me. You're not allowed to do the same one because I wrote a story about it. So you now have a very small amount of time to prepare yourself mm-hmm. a new I one. I vetoed you having that one. And then you're going to go first. Yeah, pretty much. It sounds fair to me. Right. So um, considering in the past, I, not I, other people who have been on this podcast who sound a lot like me and have the same name as me, um, are extremely bad at reciting things because famously they don't take notes um i had notes but since i'm not allowed to do the one which i had notes for i don't have notes now (laughs) um i'm reciting this urban legend from memory so if it's even worse you probably won't even notice a difference to be honest between this and when i say things that i've actually prepared so um yeah are you just reciting one from memory or do you have something up from it no i'll just do it from memory okay okay so let's get onto this urban legend. I'm not going to say what it's called because I feel like the names of urban legends always give away. Like, oh yeah, I wasn't going to say what my one was called either, but you fucking know it now. Don't I know you? it. So. Yeah. Why are you punching the air? I'm just, you know, I was very proud of this story. I, I, I'll just act like I've never heard it before. That'll be. It, good. it will chill the listeners. Right. So this one, my f- urban legend, which I spent all afternoon researching. Um, it comes from Epping Forest near Essex. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I have written down. Well, not written down, but the one thing I've looked up to make sure. 
I got the right place. So it's a forest, yeah? Mm-hmm. One time, at some point in history, I don't know exactly when, if only I was able to take notes, there was a young couple in this forest, but it was during a time where people were like, ill, no, I don't approve, you know? Let's say that the man, the boy of this young couple was like a fucking ruffian. It was like a wrongan, a proper, like, let's say he was a road man. He was trap, trap, trapping on ends, making that cornflakes, rice krispies. Perfect. <laughs> I'm really making man's not hot references in fucking 2021. State of me, I swear. So um, this ki- this boy, he was a he was a bell end or something. He's the butcher's kid uh, or something like that, you know. Yeah, it's it's like um, need the hound to run him down. Yeah, no, definitely not. I don't know why I said yeah. Um, it's it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, where Elizabeth wants to be with fucking Will when instead of the rich bell end. So yeah, let's say that's going he's on. He's a blacksmith. No, he's not. No, he's, he's a, a pirate. pirate. Jack. Shut up, Kira Knightley. You're a fucking underbite. <laughs> fucking wrecks Kira Knightley. <laughs> Dan oh. Aykroyd hates Kira Knightley. Confirmed. Yeah. Dude, this has gone off. The second we tried to actually get on topic, I've gone off the rails so quickly. <laughs> Just spit it out. You know, be better. I'm trying. I'm trying. I keep getting interrupted. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'm not even really interrupted. No, not really, but that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Mm. So this young couple, they're, they're walking in these woods. They've gone on like a date or something. They're having a picnic. But the man of this woman or girl, I don't know how they were. I'm just saying a young couple, mm-hmm. um, went along, like followed them to be like, this is outrageous that she's spending time with this absolute fucking heathen, you know? The man As you of do. this? What? No, ha- the, what are you on about? <laughs> just silence this is riveting this is fucking riveting I thought you said the man of this couple yeah or the man of this girl so the father the father yeah okay I, I guess I probably misheard you yeah the father is like livid that she's spending time with this guy mm-hmm. and he follows her when they're going follows them rather when they're going out on like a date a picnic or whatever in mm-hmm. this forest which I've forgotten the name of in Essex or near Essex, I guess. Wasn't it Epps, 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 Ep- Epping? Epping Forest, Epping. something like that. Yeah. So, he follows them and is hiding in the trees when they go next to this lake. And while they're at this lake, he's in the trees. I don't know why I've just repeated myself. but um, <laughs> <laughs> This is painful to listen to, I'm sure. But he waits. And then once the couple embrace, he is filled with rage and runs out to them. And angrily confronts the boy like what are you doing with my daughter you scoundrel you know that kind of shit yeah we've all been there you're not worthy of my of my daughter yeah. you know but the like the balls in the bronx music video yeah appears to be fucking loser it's a good <laughs> reference that is topical jesus christ <laughs> so yeah and then th- the confrontation gets more and more heated and the dad of this girl actually kills the boy next to the lake oh shit he like pulls out a knife or something. I don't know where he got a knife from. Probably the tree. Yeah. And the tree just gave him one. Like, here you go, shank this boy. There was some fairies in the tree or something, gave him a knife. Yeah. Um and <laughs> And then he died. As you do. When you're killed, you normally <laughs> die. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. If this is the first episode anyone's listened to, I'm so oh sorry. Please god. come back. You're not normally this bad. Rory is squeaking. Oh shit. <laughs> No, no, keep going, keep going. It's great, it's great, I'm it's great. Crying. My, I'm fucking crying, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant stuff. Keep going, keep going. Oh you got this. my god, this is terrible. Right, so yeah, this boy dies or something. And when he dies, he falls into the lake. And the water of the lake immediately turns black. Like, tar. And anything in the lake dies. And any animals around the lake also die. And it's said that the lake is now haunted or something by this boy's ghost and it has a it's a vengeful lake or something a so, vengeful lake yeah but apparently dead bodies started washing up in the lake oh of other people like including a woman and her child which is kind of like grisly i bet you were wondering how i was going to get child death in here somehow <laughs> but <laughs> i, knew I it managed was coming. it so yeah um, apparently the lake is haunted by this vengeful boy. <laughs> this vengeful, vengeful boy. boy. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Yeah, and it draws people in. And if you touch the waters, you die. No one knows where this lake is, other than in this forest. But apparently it's hidden in the forest, just waiting to claim its next victim. You're welcome does, for that. Is it like a... Like, does the lake always stay black, or does it wait for you to get close enough? And then it's like, oh shit, I'm the lake you've heard about. I don't know. I don't have that information. <laughs> what do you take me for? Someone who yeah, what do you take me for? Someone who actually had more than about two minutes to research this before we started recording? Because that's not me. So yeah, that was the most riveting urban legend. It's called like the Suicide Lake or something. Yeah. Fascinating. I should have just done fucking Ghost Can Lick too. You still can. That was such a long pause. Why were you just silent for so long there? I was thinking, I was like, mm, you still can. And I could just cut all of that. Nah, that's that's dynamite stuff. That's dynamite. <laughs> I don't know. That's a no. <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> the bit where I said, like, and, and he died. That <laughs> <laughs> was dynamite. He killed him and he died. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. What have you done to me? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm having some yogurt. You have your yogurt. Should we? Do you, so? Do you think that we should keep that, or do you think that you should go for the ghost can lick too, even though or drip drip is what we call it? I don't know. I think that's fucking brilliant. I say leave it. <laughs> I you say leave it. I think we should leave it too because I think that's fu- that was funny. <laughs> it was really funny. It's not like we need to worry about it being the most professional podcast ever. Christ. But that that, that was a new level. <laughs> you, the whole time, you, you sounded like you didn't give a shit. You were just like, uh, something happened, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Is the lake always black? I don't know. <laughs> I sounded like fucking Carl Pilkinson when he's like asking Ricky and... The questions and he's like, "What is what? What is semi-precious stone does the Pope wear?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know." And Ricky's like, "So, um, so what do you mean? Do you mean like, does it have a papal name, or do you mean like the actual like stone? I don't know." 
<laughs> this is guys like, I don't know. He's like, oh, play a record. Play two records. Oh, God. I've literally got tears in my eyes from how amazing that was. That was pretty good, I'll be honest. I'm pretty, like, impressed. You should be. I When you got Dan Aykroyd on, I bet you didn't think he was going to get that brilliant of a story for you. I was expecting... Are you chilled? Are you chilled to the bone from that spooky story? I'm so chilled. The hairs are standing up on the back of my neck. I've got goosebumps running through my body. Why are you saying this like it's a song? So hairs standing up on the back of the neck. <laughs> goosebumps running through your body. What the fuck? Oh my god, what even is this? <laughs> and someone's creeping behind you. No, it's not paranoia. Remind me why why I agreed to do this podcast again. I feel like it's going to be a short one this week. I'm going to cut a lot out. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's all absolute dynamite. <laughs> what uh, what number podcast is this, by the way? I think this is number 11. How the fuck have we done this 11 times? I don't know. It feels like just yesterday we started it. Ah, memories. I mean, you started it with... um. It was just a nameless Daniel. Well, not a nameless Daniel, but a non-famous Daniel. Wasn't it? At first? <laughs> it was a nameless Daniel. Look. Or, so, Rory, I heard you brought a spooky story as well. Whatever could it be? I can't wait to find out. So, I've also brought a, a brilliant spooky urban legend, which... We've already been through that you already know this one. This may or may not have been the one that you prepared as well. Yeah, might but have been. Might have been. I'm obviously this pales in comparison to the professionalism and spookiness of the story that you just you just blessed us with, Mr. Dan Ancroyd. We're very thankful to have you on the show to bring a new level of professionalism professionalism that we didn't have before. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through this. I just keep laughing. Now you got this, you got this. I believe. Alright, alright. All right. It's a very spooky story. I'm it is the spookiest of spooky stories. I'm sure. So I, I, I don't know it. Definitely, I'm gonna pretend that I don't. No, not, not pretend. I'm gonna. I don't. Fucking to be know. fair, like yeah, you may know the details, but I've written this in a way. I wasn't gonna. I don't s- know the details. What do you mean? I'm Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I don't know why that's relevant. But <laughs> even if you did know the details, I, I don't know. I couldn't find like a good. I should probably say this after actually. But yeah, let let's get underway. So. Yeah, get on with it. There was a very spooky train station. Cue the cue the <laughs> cue the spooky music in the background. Okay. The um, what's that game called? A uh, dark castle, with the one <laughs> that's just looping in the background. Okay. Okay. Cue that. There was a very spooky. Some would say the spookiest train station in London located in the borough of Hackney and Dagenham East London to those who don't know London very well I thought it was embarking what did I say Hackney why did I say Hackney I it is know. embarking why did you say... yeah I know it's embarking that's what <laughs> was throwing me off gotta link my ting from barking 7am in the morning. morning have you ever seen Americans doing that song on tiktok they think they say you gotta link my ting from walking and then they do that with their hands state 
absolute state of it. I haven't seen that, no, but that is that is pretty stateful. Well, it is the United States of America. <laughs> all absolute states. <laughs> nah, some of them are all right. Anyway. Located in the borough of Barking and Dagenham in East London, for people who don't really know, well, London, the location like you. So, like, like me, it would turn out. Barking and Hackney in very different places. But there is the world's spookiest train station called Beacon Tree or Beacon Tree. Is it Beacon Tree? Beacon Tree. Beacon Tree. I was right the first time. I don't know why I doubt myself. I'm always right. Mm-hmm. Just a little, just a little bit of that background about the about this train station, and when I say a little bit, I mean literally one sentence. It's on the district line between Upney to the west and Dagenham Heathway to to the east. That's that's just a bit more extra location for you because I'm sure everyone is like, oh yeah, I know the place. It didn't seem spooky to me, but if it didn't seem spooky, that's because you hadn't heard this story. So. It was a cold winter's night in 1992. The station supervisor was... Station what, sorry? (laughs) (laughs) The station supervisor, not whatever I said... Sorry, I killed the mood. ...was working the night shift all alone on the empty platforms. Due to the cold winter's night, he was staying inside his office, huddled, in a coat by the radiator in a chair just looking out because you know cold outside no one really going around don't need to study to be you know paroling the platforms all the time if there's nothing going on you can just stay inside (laughs) patrolling (laughs) is the word (laughs) good throwback to what episode was that episode i don't remember i said paroling no, I'm certain paroling is the right word. I don't care. Paroling <laughs> is the word you're thinking of. I know, but I don't care. Paroling is what we're going with. <laughs> okay. It's, okay. In, it's in the extremely uninteresting dictionary. That's a shout, you know. I might make a dictionary. Yeah. Get on with it. Get on with it is what you may be screaming. So, he was passing the time by, you know, staying in his chair, reading the newspaper. Anything he could to make the long, cold night shift feel a bit less boring. He was used to being on the night shift, so was not unnerved by the state of the empty platforms. This was just like any other, you know, winter's night. Nothing unusual, nothing exciting happening. Just waiting around, letting the shift pass, reading a newspaper, as you do. So all was normal, until around 2am, when he felt a cold breeze travel through the office building. It made the hair stand up on his arms, on his neck. It just sent chills through his entire body this was very strange as all of the windows the doors they were all shut there was no way for a breeze to be able to get into the office sounds bizarre very but he just put it down to you know the building was quite old it was quite an old station it hadn't had any renovations in a long time so maybe it's just normal for an old building to be a bit drafty you know you've stayed we've stayed in um We've stayed in older buildings. They've got a bit of a draft to them. They're not quite as as warm on the inside as, say, of a more, like, modern build. So he just thought, nothing to be alarmed by, you know. But then he heard the handle of the door rattle as if someone was trying to get in. Oh. 
This made him jump a bit, obviously, because he thought that there was no one on the platform, you know? He thought, there's no one out there. There's no train that's arrived or coming anytime soon. So why would someone be on the platform? Why would someone be rattling the door handle, especially? Because it's one of those, you know what office train stations or train station offices are like. They've got like the covering on the doors Mm -hmm. and the windows, so you can't see if there's anyone in there. Maybe they would have been able to see a light glowing, but they wouldn't have known there was anyone in there. So trying to rattle the door to get in is a bit is a bit spooky, you know? It is a bit spooky. I wouldn't like that. No, it made him jump, as I said. Yeah. It would make anyone jump, I'd say, because you're not expecting a door handle to be rattled with quite such ferocity at that time of night. <laughs> with quite such ferocity. It's just how you said it. It's just how you said it. <laughs> I know it's just how I said it. But let's 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 keep the spook going. Let's keep the spook going. After this, he thought, well, clearly there's someone out there. So he went outside, you know, just expecting, still thinking cold breeze, rattling door handle when no one's there. Totally normal stuff. So he thought, oh, I'll just go outside, you know. It's probably just your average late night passenger who's probably just a bit lost asking... You know, direction somewhere, when's the next sort of train going to arrive, how do I leave, that sort of thing. He didn't expect really anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. So he goes outside, just completely chilled, normal customer service face. There's going to be someone there asking for directions or something. But he didn't see your average passenger. Instead, there was a woman standing on the edge of the platform. She had long blonde hair and wore an old-fashioned pale dress that went all the way down to her feet she was just standing there just staring off into the distance not moving an inch her hair was blowing in the wind in the cold chilly breeze of the winter's night but nothing out of the ordinary per se well nothing crazy out of the ordinary like yeah it's a bit weird but you think well i say you he thought maybe it's just someone who's lost and confused they've been to some sort of party they've dressed up or maybe it's just someone who's drunk you know they rattled the door to try and see if there's someone was in because they're like oh i don't know what i'm doing let's see if someone's in here you know that sort of thing yeah yeah. a rowdy a a rowdy old woman in in a tattered old pale dress yeah makes sense smashed off her face i mean so you do see people drunk out of their minds on tube stations quite often in the uk yeah especially in the evening so even though it's a bit spooky it's not like crazy like oh my god this is a this is a murderous ghost who's gonna kill me so he was just like yeah it's a bit weird but i'm just assuming that this is just uh, someone who's a bit lost a bit confused probably drunk i'll go over and see how they are see if they need a hand so he called out to the woman saying like you know Hello, mom, or excuse me, miss, can I help you? Do you know where you are? Do you know where you're going? Sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But she didn't respond. She didn't even react. She didn't acknowledge that he had said anything. Quite rude, to be honest. It's very rude. If I was him, I'd be like, all right, what are you doing? It's a bit fucking rude, isn't it? I asked you a question. I'm trying to help here. I'd probably be like, all right, well, fuck you then and go back into the office. I don't know why he didn't. That seems like the most genuine response to that. Just be like, I'm trying to help here. You don't want my help? I'll bugger off later that's on. That's what I do. Maybe that's why I was such a king at customer service in my old job. <laughs> no, I'd do the same. If a customer like disrespected me, I would 
just be like, nah, nah. I'm when not a man, when that. a man's been disrespected, you gotta disrespect them back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like there was one time, complete tangent, of course, but there was one time I was working on like the till, just you know, I think I was writing up an order or something, and there was someone like stood in the shop in front of me, and he whistled at me, whistled and pointed at something, and I was just like, nah. Nah, I'm not your nah, fucking dog, mate. I walked up. I was, I was, just, I just like shook my head and walked off. I'm not being disrespected like that. I was Outrageous. livid. I was fucking livid. I got called into the office and everything. They're like, "Oh, do you think that was an appropriate response?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. I'm not being disrespected by that. Who the fuck does he think he is?" <laughs> livid. Before we turn into Gordon Ramsay for a bit. <laughs> I'm not your fucking dog, mate. You look more like a dog than I do. <laughs> you should have said that. You should have said that. No, I, I, in their place. I, I was I was too livid to even think of coming up with a witty response. Well, you didn't have to come up with that witty response. Someone else had already done that for Saying you. Saying a witty response. Then. All right, all right, all right. But anyway, back to back to the spooky woman on the on the train platform. So That's why we're all here. He was a bit surprised that she didn't react, but he thought, still thought, you know, drunk woman not really paying attention maybe a bit out of it maybe had some other substances as well who knows why else would they just be standing on a train platform staring off into the distance not acknowledging that there was a person there it's very weird behavior a few times before (laughs) yeah but have that that's not someone trying to speak to you like yeah you just ignore people but not someone who's like excuse me are you all right you know sort of thing i'm normally tripping absolute fools (laughs) so i can't even tell when someone's trying to talk to me Maybe, so I guess he thought the same thing. Like maybe this person is tripping absolute balls. I'll go over. I'll I'll check if they're all right. So yeah. seems plausible to me. Hmm. So he walked over to the woman because she didn't respond to him, and he touches her, grabs her by the shoulder to be you know, a comforting hand on the shoulder. Like, are you all right there? Do you need some help? Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I'd shriek if someone put their hand on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's sort of, you know, you don't want to, you can't do anything too forceful, I guess, because they're they're on the train platform, like right on the edge. So he doesn't want to just push her into the... Or he could just not touch her. Yeah, I guess, but... Hashtag me too. <laughs> this was 1992, Daniel. It's not even that old, really, this story. It's from 1992. Most urban legends are like well ancient yeah like the one i said which was from back in the day (laughs) yeah from back way back in the day but as he touches her shoulder she turns around and he's like you know expecting just to see your average face and her to be like you know hey sorry i didn't hear you i'm not really paying attention i'm lost can you help me but he didn't see anything like that the man was horrified to see that this woman stood in front of him if he if it even was a woman because it had no face at all. The woman was completely faceless. No features, nothing. There was just darkness where her face should have been. Isn't that wild? That's wild. Just, comple- just complete like darkness. Like an absolute just chasm, a void. Just a pit of black. Just The sort of darkness that makes you feel like you're never going to be happy again. The sort of darkness that you just look at and think, damn, there really is no light in this world. It was that fucking dark. Deep stuff. It was that fucking dark, dude. Like The type of darkness just depressing. just Like a Dementor's face. Literally. That's mad. And it made everything turn to ice. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was flying all around like in the films. Ugh. But no, none of none of that happened. She just had a had a you know a depressingly dark face where or no lack features of face. or lack of face indeed. Obviously, he was scared shitless by this, so he started moving backwards because even though the woman didn't do anything else, it just kind of turned to look at him with her featureless face. He, it, it's still pretty fucking scary, dude. You don't expect to see this sort of thing on your night shift at Beacon Tree Station. This isn't something that happens every day. No, absolutely not. So he, he fell to the ground in fear, staring up at the woman's face, just like, shit, what do I do? What's going to happen? Is, is it going to kill me? But the creature is what we'll call it because even though they say it's a woman women have faces most of the time how very discriminatory no but like they don't just have it's a creature hashtag hashtag rory is over <laughs> it's like uh like a doctor who thing with like the like the teeth faces the sugar plum fairy sort of thing is that doctor who no uh, that's some from cabin in the woods cabin in the woods yeah <laughs> i like to like the idea that doctor who would have had that kind of budget to put off something like that it would have been <laughs> shitty cgi mm. is it like uncanny valley kind of territory that's what i'm thinking i have no idea what you're talking about do you not know what's that do you not know about uncanny valley no look it up not right now but after now, we'll talk about that next week, <laughs> except we most definitely won't. But he just, like, couldn't take his eyes off the sort of eternal darkness of the face of this creature. Like, as we said, it's like just looking into the sort of depressing darkness, like not taking his eyes off it because he's like, well, is there a light around? Should I just keep staring? Is this just what life is now? Just this sort of empty darkness depressingness it's deep bro sounds like me at the end of all of my breakups <laughs> it's deep it's real deep but then as he was staring up he doesn't know how long he was staring for just the creature didn't move an inch he didn't move an inch it was just like a staring contest essentially but then he heard probably a car horn or someone shouting in the distance so he looked away for a second to see what the noise was and then he f- as he looked away, he felt the cold breeze travel through his body again. Again, hair standing up on his arms, goosebumps running all the way through his body. He quickly snapped back round to where the creature had been just to find it gone. <gasps> he searched all around the platform thinking it can't have gone far. It can't have just vanished. But it seemingly had. There was no trace no cctv footage as this was the 90s and it's not well actually i assume there would have been but apparently there was no cctv footage but there was nothing he never saw the thing again he never volunteered to do the night shift again that was his last night shift he threatened to quit if they put him on any more night shifts so he got moved to doing day day rotations but those who would do the night shift after him never saw this creature again there was no sign of it no footage it just appeared that one night to scare the shit out of this poor, this poor, poor supervisor who was just minding his business, reading a newspaper. And that's some pretty scary shit. That's a terrifying story, Rory. I know. I've, I really told it well. The best. I, I'm just more impressed how you managed to do it all in one seamless go. Me too, bro. It's like impressive that I managed to just whittle my way through this so seamlessly. Yeah. Like not even a cut. It's mad. I'm very impressed. 
Thank you, thank you. This is the kind of professionalism we have here, Dan Aykroyd. I'm glad you, I'm glad you decided to, you decided to stay put for yeah. the real professional part of the podcast, not just your bumbling rubbish. <laughs> How very rude. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I don't know if that story um quite lived up to the highest heights that were put in place by the story of like the suicide lake or whatever it was called. <laughs> no, definitely not. But man. Do, so what was this creature? Is there any origins behind it? It was just a faceless woman. Like Yeah, but there are some people who are like local ghost hunters mm-hmm. have claimed that this was one of the victims of a train crash that happened at the state the station the station in nineteen fifty eight that killed ten people and that maybe she was one of the ten people who was not happy with her eternal resting place and still lurks over the over the platforms but is very, very seldom seen. So that's what some people claim this this creature was or is rather. But the crash actually happened at Dagenham East Station. It didn't happen at Beacon Tree. So even though Dagenham East is close by would the ghost really have been like, hmm, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stroll over to this other station. I'll haunt that one instead. Maybe there was no one working the night shift at Dagenham East Station. They were like, man, I'm in the mood to fucking scare some poor person. Yeah, and then they saw the horror on their face and they felt bad about it. So maybe this was their first time spooking. Yeah, and they were like, oh god, he looked so, he looked fucking mortified. He did. I don't want to do this again. That was horrible. That was really fucking mean. Yeah. They, they, she'd, she'd been going to the local ghost meetings for years thinking I'm never going to haunt anyone but eventually she'd, she was convinced they were like just do it once just do it once you'll love it she was like alright fine I guess I will I did die I did keep my um, haunting virginity from 58 all the way through to 92 but you know what if I'm going to be here for checks watch eternity that's quite a long time that so I might time. as well just try it once. And hey, what's the worst that could happen? So they do it and they just feel horrible. They was just a, like, it seemed like they were just stood there scaring him. She just felt so bad that she froze, you know, when you do something so horrible and you just think, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. We just kind of stood there. And then when he looked away, she was like, oh, fuck. It was like, oh, I need to vanish now. Because she was transfixed by his terrified face. Now she's like, oh, God. And then she went away and she went back to her ghostly meetings. And people were like, how was it? And she was like, it was horrible. I feel like such an asshole now. You should have seen the look on this poor man's face. And now she's sworn to never do it again. That's wild, bro. That's wild. I think I've cracked it. I think you have. I think I, I, I can't say it any better. Yeah. That was, that was flawless. That was perfect. I was almost mesmerized just <laughs> listening to you say it. Just like, oh, my God. He's got it. He's got it. As we know from the film Be- Beetlejuice, the entirety of like the afterlife is just like a big bureaucracy, really. Mm, yeah. But that's what it's like in America, where I reckon over here it's more friendly, like more like a village meeting instead of like an actual bureaucracy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I could see that. I could see that because well, the UK has had ghosts for longer, I guess, or more like Western themed ghosts. Because how do I say this without being an asshole? There's been a more, like, civilized culture, I guess. Because the way I see it, 
ghosts are probably going to stick with their cultures, you know, sort of thing. That's why we don't see, like, per se, most of the time you're like, oh, it's a white lady or something. But that's because we're mainly Caucasians now. So those sort of ghosts only reveal to people that they would have seen around them because they don't want to be like, I have no idea where I'm going with this, actually. Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> well, that was a, a excellent point. Well yeah, done. I, uh, <laughs> that was a really good point. But you're welcome for that. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not confused. Literally, I had no idea where I was going with that. I just started talking <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure it will come to me, but I got, I got nothing. If really. you just start talking, eventually, like, your mouth will just come out with stuff. Indeed. Fantastic. Well, um... Those were two incredibly spooky stories, recited just as brilliantly as each other, I would say. I think that this episode is going to go down so well that we're going to have to scramble together to put together another Urban Legends episode for next week. I bloody hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do next week? I don't we know. Should, um, obviously, we're going to have to bring in stuff. Maybe we'll talk about WrestleMania a bit if we watch it. We're going to have to watch stuff? Well, we're going to bring stuff, is what I mean. I oh, don't, we're not, I thought you said, I like, braining stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. what. Uh, no, I didn't say braining. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about WrestleMania for a bit. I don't think we'll talk about it too much. I'm not going to... Because it'll probably suck. I'll probably be like, wow, that was <laughs> terrible. I don't want to talk about it. Do you think maybe we're doing too many, like, themed episodes? Maybe. Because we've... we've think about the ones we, we've had two conspiracy theories ones we've done this is now urban legends we've done um what else we, we did ghost stories um, we've done we did ghost cults. stories unsolved mysteries cults we're becoming like a spooky podcast we're not really talking about the wild world of professional sports and culture or whatever the fuck oh yeah i, I changed the bio oh what does it say now it now says one second I'll, I'll, I'll get it up it's still pretty much the same thing it says uh it still says join twin brothers Rory and Dan as they discuss a wide range of extremely uninteresting topics from the most intriguing conspiracy theories to the spookiest of ghost stories. Ooh. That's what it says now. So we 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 technically are being quite on brand. We we're, we're quite on brand. Yeah, we're we're kind of a spooky podcast now. Yeah. It's so spooky that we're both sat in the dark for some reason. <laughs> well, it was kind of light when we started recording and then we took so long. <laughs> so it's gotten dark. Hmm very dark but we should probably start wrapping this up because it may i don't know how long this podcast is going to be it might be one of our shorter ones for reasons that we don't need to go into why not <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> you'll, you'll all find will be revealed all will be revealed um in the coming weeks with another bonus episode which may or may not consist of me trying to tell that spooky story and failing <laughs> miserably over and over and over again. No, you did again. it in one take, please. One take. <laughs> I did it in one take. One take Rory, they call you. One take Watson. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Um, yes, yeah, but on. I thought I was watching Harry Potter for a second. That's so accurate. Wait, Emma Watson? Fucking hell. How did you get here? Oh my god. Oh my god. And on that note, <laughs> on that note. Oh my god. I'm taking my headphones off. I'm done. Follow us on Instagram at extremely uninteresting for the greatest behind the scenes content you will ever see. Dan has not yet sent me a 
the video of his amazing, amazing kill on Black Ops. But that will be going on our Instagram eventually. So look out for that. Join us next week. New podcast released. 1pm BST, British Summertime. I believe that stands for. Not the festival, which just got cancelled. The, the timing. Yeah, every Friday, 1pm BST. Be there or be square. The greatest podcast you will ever hear. Extremely uninteresting is the name taking over the game. Thanks for listening.